Today we're really gonna look at how we speak, what we say, how we act, what we do, is the beginning of creating a world in which we want to choose to live in, and then creating a world in which we choose to interact with other people with. We have the power to speak the reality that we want to experience with other people into being. And so I'm going to be doing a deep dive into interpersonal communication on the Inclusive Activism Podcast because I believe that when it's time to change the world, the way we change the world is with how we choose to first think, then speak that reality into being by doing certain things, by saying certain things, by acting certain ways. So again, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to create the idea that how we talk about our reality, how we choose to be, how we choose to show up, what we say, what we don't say, matters so much when it's time to create the world we want to live in because change starts here, uh, then it changes here, and then we speak it out into a certain way that it creates new opportunities. And those new opportunities happen person to person. And so if we want to live in a world that is fair, if we want to live in a world that is just, if we want to live in a world that is right or attempting to be as right as possible, all those things have to happen here. We have to make that heart choice. Then we have to change our mind to being accountable, to really recognizing, hey, all right, I got to be mindful of this stuff. I got to recognize that we these things, uh, I, you know, I got to do them every single time and I got to do them right as right as possible every single time. We're going to make mistakes, but we're going to also own those mistakes and then attempt to make those changes because we need to see this in the world really badly. It's incredibly important that we become or act this way. And so we got to recognize it happens within. So one of the first things that I got to tell you is we got to start acting right. So we must be at our highest point as ethical communicators. We must be telling people how we're thinking. We got to be telling people how we're feeling. We have to uh, own when we make mistakes. We got to really like say like, God, you know what? I did this and I'm sorry. And I recognize not just that I'm sorry, but... I've damaged our relationship and I've hurt you in some way. And that in my hurting you in some way, I made a mistake and I need to do things differently. I need to repair our relationship because of the damage that I've done. We also have to be really good at setting boundaries. We have to be able to say, I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable with that. Or I will do that if you do this. Or I will do this, but I can only do this much. We got to be honest with our boundaries. We got to tell people our boundaries. If we don't tell people our boundaries, we're going to get mad when they break our boundaries, but then we didn't tell people our boundaries in the first place. So who's really at fault here, right? Again, we're going to be the most accountable communicator we can possibly be because we're going to recognize our power to shape and create the world that we're living in. In times of conflict, we're going to be open and honest with how we're feeling. We're not going to be a jerk, of course. We're not going to be mean or rude or intentionally uh, attempt to hurt people's feelings. But we are going to say, this is how I really feel. 
here's what I really need. This is what I need. But then also, we can't just be singular focused with our conflict. We got to be like, well, what do you need? Because you're in relationship with somebody. We've talked about this, right? All my relations, we're in relationship with others. How can we own the fact that we have something to do in this relationship that we need to take care of and look out for the people that we're even in argument with because we're in relationship with this person we're in argument with, right? Um, I've said it before, but it's a great thing to say and it's always great to hear. If you're in a relationship and you win every single argument, you are about to lose your relationship because if you're trying to win every argument, you lose the relationship because you forget it's about relationship first. The thing you happen to be arguing about wouldn't even matter if you weren't in relationship, right? Like think of who you argue with that you have no relationship with. Kind of nobody. Because like it really doesn't matter because there's no personal interaction there. We're going to need to attempt to be honest. Like always. Like we're not going to lie and hide stuff. We're not going to be incongruent. We're going to really attempt to be our true self. Um, when we're in spaces and places where our emotions are getting the best of us, we're going to need to be able to ask for timeouts and say, hey, I'm really an emotionally heightened state right now. And I got a whole bunch of words in my mouth that aren't going to do anybody any good. And I recognize that I love and care about you. And if I don't have a timeout, time to like decompress these emotions... I'm going to say some hurtful things and like, I love and care about you and I'm in relationship with you and you matter to me. And so I need time to move things from this threat, scared place in the uh, lower brain area, right? We need to move things from like, I'm hurt, I'm scared, I'm angry. I need to fight to up here where we can think about things. We got to consider stuff, but to get things, uh, to get like a threatened feeling to move to a place of consideration, we need a time out. We need to pause. We need to consider stuff. We need to remember like, well, what am I feeling here? Am I feeling disrespect? Like, am I mad or am I disrespected? Am I like upset with you? No, I'm just frustrated because things have been difficult lately and I'm kind of taking it out on you. You see how like I bring it back to what we have the power to own, what we have the power to understand, what we have the power to do, what we have the power to change. That is so important. And if it's, I think what's hard is in our life, we've been in spaces where we've just been passively hoping like awesome things will happen to us, right? We hope we have the coolest, best, most wonderful, most giving friends. Well, good luck sitting back and hoping that just happens. And then also, if you're not going to be at your best as a communicator, how are you going to keep these people around? You know, because as we'll examine a little bit later in the podcast, like there's things you got to do to earn the people you want to have in your life. Uh, we also can sit back and just hope like the job of our dreams comes to us. Again, I don't know that that's going to work that way. I think we have to do the inner work to be worth the job of our dreams someday. I think we have to do the inner work to have the relationships that we want to have someday. I think we have to do the inner work to have the homes that we want to have someday. I, and again, notice I say home, not house, because house doesn't matter so much. Home, the place that you live, filled with the people that you love, that's, that's an in here idea. You can take anywhere, right? Like house is just building. Home is where the heart is. God, I know. I say such cheesy things sometimes, but it's still true. And it still matters and it still makes a difference. And we got to recognize that stuff if we're going to be really aware. So we got to own 
We have to be, we have to take on the responsibility, we have to take on the mantle of understanding. If we want to live in the world we want to see, we got to step up to the plate. We got to show up and be our best selves as a communicator every single time. We're not going to be perfect, but we're going to try to give best effort every single opportunity. Because if we can't be what we want to see, I don't know that we really deserve what we want. Because when you can do those things, when I can uh, be a congruent friend, if I can be a friend that cheers on your success and doesn't get jealous, well, now I start to attract friends who would cheer me on too. You see how that works? Like I got to be the thing first and then I attract the thing I want. If you want a uh, partner with a good self-esteem, well, you got to have a good self-esteem. Not like a cocky self-esteem where you're like pretending to be the biggest deal in the world, right? You need to have a self-esteem where you have a calm confidence about who you are and that you have value and that you deserve to be loved. Because if you don't have those things and you attempt to go out in the world and try to date people and you're like, well, I don't know if I've got like, I don't know if I'm really worth it. Well, when they like you, they're going to be like, I don't know, man. This person seems like they're not really certain of their self-worth. They seem unsure that I should love them this much, right? Like I think they're great, but then they keep acting like they're not great. And I don't know, man. That's like uncomfortable. That's freaking me out a little bit, right? And you scare off somebody that's really wonderful. And then if you want the job of your dreams, you got to show up. You got to give your best effort. You got to like be in a process of attempting to improve. You have to be in the process of try, like, always trying to get better at what you're doing. Like, and again, like kind of like with some of the ideas I've talked about in several podcasts before, if there's parts of your job you don't like, well, whose fault is it that you're not good at it? It's your fault that you're not good at it. Why? Because you need to like get better at doing the work you hate so you can get better at getting that work you hate done faster so you can get back to the work you love doing, the back to working from a strength place, and all of a sudden opportunities happen because now you're working within the area that you care about, that matters most to you. And that makes a big difference, right? So it starts to attract what we want. Like if we want us, if we want a sense of abundance in our life and we don't want to feel like there's scarcity, check out the abundance versus scarcity uh, mindset podcast. That's a big one, right? Like if we believe there's plenty out there, then we'll know there is plenty out there to come to us. If we act like there's not enough, we'll never feel like there's enough because we believe there's not enough and we're always trying to like hoard and protect everything. Well, that's part of the problem, right? Like we got to see and understand that like if we want to know we'll always have enough, we have to believe there's more than enough out there, not just for you, for me, for everybody else. Like you see how that starts with how you think and see things? Like if you think there's not enough, you're, you're going to be like scarcity minded. You're going to be only looking at what you got rather than like what all is possible and what all is out there and who all you can connect to and who all can help you with this stuff. You see how that mindset makes a difference. It changes stuff, right? It changes what we see. Like we want to see a sense of justice. We got to treat people with a sense of justice. We want to believe that there's value in each human being. Do you believe that there's value in yourself? Do you treat people as though they have value? Or do you treat people like it's? Do you treat people like interactions? Do you treat people like opportunities? You see how like it really starts with how you see things. Because as you see things, you begin to say things in a way that shows you value and care about these things in this way. You see? Like it's 
it starts with your heart, like and doing a real hard heart check, then changing your mind to be like, okay, I'm going to be intentional. This is going to be something that's important to me. And I'm going to speak this important into, importance into being because you take that responsibility to do that. And then you say that stuff. And because you say that stuff and you really mean it, because if you just say it, people are going to be like, wait a minute, he's just saying stuff. She's just saying stuff. They're just saying stuff. They're not really believing it. Well, if you don't really believe it, they're going to find out you're a phony. They're going to take off. That's going to be part of the problem, right? But you have to change who you are, then believe you are this thing, and then speak this change into being. And as you do, all the things you want start coming to you, right? If you want to have uh, people that affirm you, you better start affirming other people. If you want people that will listen to you, boy, you better get better at listening, and not just being like, oh, what crazy, that's bananas. Like, you got to get better at being like, oh, my God, that hurts. I'm sorry you're going through that. That's difficult. I imagine that's really hard. Am I hearing you correctly when, I say, when you say blah, blah, blah? Right? And then you repeat back to let the person you know you care? Because listening is loving. But like, honestly, who's awesome at listening? I can be good at listening at times, but then I get tired. And guess what? At the end of the day, I come home tired of listening and like the people I love the most are home. What if I don't listen to them because I'm tired? I'm not going to stay around long, right? But like I attract that because like I try to listen. I try to show I care. Every time I see Tank, I try to be like, and he looks at me, I'm like, God, he needs to know I love him. When I see Michelle, I try to like rub her shoulders or try to pet her or try to tell her how wonderful she is, right? Because that's what's going to keep her there. Like it's not just attract, it's keep, right? Because if you don't keep doing it, they won't believe you. And so what happens as well is you already got people in your life, right? As you change the way you talk, as you change what you do, as you change the way you approach people's situations, and you're always being accountable to being your best self and then communing your, communicating your best self into being, the people around you will be like, I like this. I like this you. I like this you you're, you're choosing to be. Because we all are what we choose to be. Like if you want to be something, just start doing the thing you want to be. You want to be a better listener? Practice listening more. You want to be a basketball player? How do you even know you're a basketball player? Well, you play basketball, right? Like, if you want to be a thing, you got to do the thing you want to be. And you don't even have to be good at it. You just got to start it and you got to keep doing it. And then you become the thing that you be more often, right? But like the people around us, as we're more honest, as we attempt to meet the needs of the people around us first, well, they're going to want to meet our needs back because, like, we're a good person, right? We work in a win-win space. We're, we're making sure that the people have what they need and they enjoy being in our company. I was on a hike the other day, and this lady says, you know, you got really good energy. And I was like, wow, because I want to have good energy. But I can't just want to have good energy. I got to take on the responsibility of having good energy and then letting that energy I have radiate out within me. So, and I was on a hike and I say hi to people on hikes and I go, have a great hike. And they're like, God, you have great energy. But do you see how I had to be the thing to like be known as the person with the thing first, right? Like that was a real compliment to me because I was like, I have good energy. 
I've always wanted to be that calm, confident energy person. Now that's me, apparently, at least to this one person on the hike, right? So you will attract those people. And then also people around you will start to change because you're starting to be a certain way. The more and more you are and interact with people in this way, the more and more they'll change, the more and more close you'll become, and the more and more they'll want to stay around you. Or they'll leave because they don't want to be at your level. So you got toxic people in your life. You got people in your life that you have difficult family relationships with. Like, as you be congruent, as you be honest, as you attempt to talk about where you're at and what's going on, as you're ethical, right? You can't take advantage of people. Because if you take advantage of people, like, they're going to realize at some point in time you took advantage of them and they're going to go. Right? Like, as, so people that are like, they'll say to me, like, well, what about these people that might take advantage of me? They could take advantage of you, but if you're being your best as a communicator, you set good boundaries and you also reinforce those boundaries, right? So it's not enough to say, hey, I need this. Like, you have to say, I need this. And if I don't get this, this is the repercussions. These are the ramifications, right? So like, as people betray your boundaries and you um, enforce your boundaries with the ramifications, right? Because there's always just choices and consequences, right? So if somebody, some people don't tell, like say you tell people your secrets and they tell your secrets to other people and they put your business on the street. You'll be like, look, I won't tell you what's happening with me because I can't trust you to keep my confidence. Well, as that happens, when we don't share that stuff, there creates a sense of distance because you're not being as close or intimate with people. Intimate is not sex. It's a feeling of closeness. It's a feeling of being known and trusted, right? So if people keep breaking your confidence, you stop telling them stuff. There's going to create more distance, right? Now, either what they'll do is they'll attempt to be better, right? And they'll come back to you because they want to keep your trust. Or because they're going away and you don't tell them those things, they'll just kind of fade, like, it's funny because as you be, as you attempt to be who you want to be as a communicator, the folks who doesn't want to keep up with you eventually leave. Again, with the gossiper, right? Say you, if somebody gossips a lot and you are like a person, you're like, I don't want to gossip. Because like, you know, if someone gossips with you about other people, they gossip about you with other people too. And if you don't want that type of drama in your life, you got to bring that type of energy forward, right? So when someone brings you gossip, you got to be like, you know what? That sounds really hard for that person. That sounds like a really difficult situation. I think we should try to help them. Or what could we do to make a difference for them? Because that's a difficult situation. Like, you're not a fun person to gossip with if you start being that way and acting that way. So do you see how people will stop bringing you gossip when you start stop entertaining gossip? And then again, you're starting to be what you need to see in the world. You're starting to act in a way that allows that opportunity to be in that world. So uh, again, as when we're our best and how will it work by being our best, we have to, there's no, there's no shortcuts. You can't pretend, you can't pretend stuff because like, how do you, how do you be a pretend anything? You either are the things you do or you are not doing the things you say that matter. It's just that simple. And it's funny because people are like, well, I want good people in my life. And I'm like, how are you being a good person in the lives of others? I want honest people in my life. Are you being honest? I want ethical people in my life. Are you being ethical? Or are you manipulating people? Like, 
It's, it's really simple, right? Because you be the thing and then say those people aren't in your life. You be the thing and then you communicate the thing. So you put the thing out there by talking it into being, by being that way. Then people start coming and being around you because they're like, you're trustworthy. You're wonderful. I believe in you. I think you're awesome. Um, and the people that are around you, like the, the folks that want that, they'll be like, yeah, I got to raise my game. I got to be like you. Otherwise, like I may not be able to keep a you in my life. And then the people in your life that you're like, I don't know if I want you here, they will just choose to go through you enforcing your boundaries or from you just being this way that they're like, I'm not interested in that. That's not fun for me. Uh, that doesn't bring me, like I don't get the thrill or the rush from things like that, right? Like they will eventually get at a place where they're like, I don't want to be around that energy. And they just go. And it's funny, you don't even got to tell them to go. They just go over time. Because you're being the way, because you're speaking the way, because you're acting that way. And as inclusive activists, this is incredibly important because you may not have power, but you have a sense of thing, a thing called moral authority, right? As you attempt to be best you every single time, people listen to you because they trust you and they believe in you. And that moral authority is what gives you a sense of power because who you are matters to them in their life. And like, you're not going to get a moral authority tomorrow if you haven't been being a thing for a way for a while. You got to be that thing over and over and over again. Because when you are that thing over and over again, now you are the thing, right? If you're an ethical person, it's because you're ethical. Because you do things for the right reasons. If you're an honest person, it's because you're honest and you don't lie. And you don't take the shortcut. You just are because you keep doing it, right? Like as you do more and more of it, it is. So we really truly speak the new reality into being with the way that we are and the way we choose to interact. Um, we attract those people that we want to keep here because we're treating them in the way that they would want to be kept. They would want to be treated because they want to stay here. And as we begin to change who we are on the inside, as we begin to think in the way that we want the world to be in our brains as we speak those ways of being and acting and doing into reality, the world we experience changes. Like, do you see how over time, like after years and years of you doing this stuff, right? You'll just have honest people in your life. As you, uh, speak abundance into life. You'll see and recognize that abundance is really there. And part of the reason why it's really there is because you look for it. And because you look for it, you find it. Whereas if you look for scarcity, you'll find scarcity and you believe scarcity and you see scarcity and you create scarcity because that's what you keep seeing and being and doing. I know this is like a highly philosophical idea, but like through practice and doing it over and over again, it happens, right? So if we want change to happen, it's got to start here first. Then we got to change our mind with what we believe with stuff and we got to act as though it's true if we want it to become true, we gotta, we gotta change our heart. We gotta change our mind of what we believe. Then we gotta speak that belief into being and then there will be more of that thing. There will be more of that deal because we believe it. The change comes from within us. Then we speak it out into the world and we attract all that stuff and repel all the other things. That's, it's, it's funny, that's exactly how it works. So if you want love in your life, you got to love yourself first. 
If you want um, abundance in your life, you got to give abundance out to others. If you want to argue better with people, ask them what they need and how you can meet those needs, and then they're more likely to meet your needs as well. If you want people that listen to you and care about you, care about and listen to people. Like, you just got to do these things, but the change happens here first. There is no change without the heart change and then the mind change and then the speaking change. That's exactly how it comes into being. The decision is yours. What world do you want to live in? What experiences do you want to feel? Who do you want to be? And who do you want around you? And how do you want to feel? And how do you want to act? Right? Like, it's so true. You've seen people that are like, oh, I feel sick. I feel so old. Well, it's because you're speaking that into being. If you're like, you know, I feel pretty good today. You know, I worked out today and I'm feeling good because I worked out. Like, I'm somebody who exercises because I exercise, so I'm somebody that works out now, right? As that happens, you become this thing. And what's cool about becoming is you're never done. You always get to become more and more and more. And then you change more. Then you speak the change of more, the opportunity of more. And you keep getting better and better. And then you have to, then you get in a space where when there's a bad day, it ain't so bad because you're so much better. Think about that. You get so good when a bad day happens, it isn't so bad because you're better. Man, I say some cool things. You know why I say some cool things? Is I practice speaking these things into being to you, my friend. So with that, I want you to remember, we need to attempt to be our best self as communicators. When we do, we got to change our heart, we got to change our mind, and then we got to speak that truth into being. We got to be ethical, we got to be honest, we got to believe in the things that we want to see. We got to believe in real and true love. We got to believe in the best in people. We got to believe people can change for the good. We have to believe that good always wins in the end. When we believe it, we add that belief to the reality that we interact with other people and it becomes more real. Um, it will attract the people that we want. It'll keep the people or change the people that are always around us that we'd want to keep because they're willing to change. And then we'll repel the people that we don't want. It'll repel the thoughts or ideas that we don't want to see because we're focusing on what really matters to us. And then that change happens we, we, as we change us. And as we speak and do that change, the world around us changes. And everybody we interact with changes for the good changes for the better. But it doesn't happen magically. It's got to be a choice, a heart choice, a mind choice, a speaking choice. And we got to do it again and again and again and again and over and over and over and over. And when we slip up, we make mistakes, we, we apologize, we attempt to do better. It's not win or lose, it's win or learn. And the more and more we do it, the more and more the world changes. And I need you to own this. You, I need you to own this. Because I'm doing my part. But what will happen when you add yours? What will happen when you add your belief, when you communicate your belief into being? I get to live in that world. But the choice, at the end of the day, is ultimately up to you. With that, that's all I've got to you today for the podcast. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always do that at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. It's been a while since I've had an email, but I'd love to hear an email from you. Uh, also, if you want to get a sense of what I'm up to, go to inclusiveactivism at, at inclusiveactivism, www.inclusiveactivism.com. Uh, you can go on social media to the Inclusive Activism podcast on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. 
I think that's all I'm really on because I really don't like doing social media that much. Um, but if this was a blessing to you, just be like, hey, Rowdy, this was a blessing to me. And I didn't realize and think this thing. And I'm ready to do this change within me to make the change within the world. Because I would really love to see that. And then if this was a blessing to you, rate, review the podcast, share it with other people. Uh, because all that stuff is a little part of the world becoming a better place. I do this as a sense of service. People will pay me up to $300 an hour just to do stuff. And today, we're almost at half an hour. So I'm giving you $150 worth of value for free because I need the world to be different. So if you, this was a blessing to you, bless somebody else. And this is the beginning of those blessings going round and round in circles. So with that, thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention because you pay attention, right? You paid me with attention. And I appreciate that pay of attention. And with that, I hope you're well. Peace and blessings to you. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.